0: Welcome to another episode of the CBGS podcast brought to you by Aspen Waite. My name's Drew Armstrong. I'm your host this week with uh, with Paul Waite sitting in the hot seat next to me. And we this week are gonna be talking about management styles in business. Yeah. And um, so just a little little bit of background. Um I I believe a company starts with a vision with a visionary at the top, one who has most of the ideas and uh, and uh, ideas and innovate, innovative ideas for the company and, and the goals and then um, a manager would be seen as um, someone who helps implement those goals and those strategies and the ideas of, that come from above. Would you, would you agree with this, Paul? Because mm. I see so, you as a visionary for this. Yeah, uh, sir. Um, let's turn that around.
1: If you said to me do I think that most business owners are visionaries... Mm. Well,
0: I'm not sure that they are. Oh, okay. I very many people have got a vision. Mm. Well, um, well, they have to have a vision for their company, some kind of vision to to start oh. in the first space, I would have thought. Well,
1: uh, sorry, 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 listeners, this is probably sounds a bit downbeat, but I, <laughs> I have to respond to the question as I see it. So, mm. um, so my instinct is uh, when you consider that only it one third of businesses last three years or mm-hmm. something? Um, that tells you everything, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, I'd say as on the whole, um, a lot of people start up a business without thinking it through properly. Um, and I wonder how many people actually set up a business for the reasons that you are suggesting. Mm. I mean, for say- myself, I didn't set up as the wait. At the time, because I right, had some great plan for mm. the market, it was more survival, mm. if you like, mm. Mm. in your you know, own way. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, people that do things like buy McDonald's franchises must mm. have some, I suppose, vision. You know, they they have some idea
0: about what what it is they're trying to do. I guess. Mm. Um, do you think that could be related why why most um, businesses fail is because of that lack of vision is that is that an important thing for success in your opinion
1: that's funny you know, one of the interesting things about having these podcasts with you mm-hmm. is you sort of ask me things which I don't ever have to <laughs> think contemplate about, yeah because I just justify it to myself or whatever you know mm. it's funny I just had an email from Rachel Wood because um, you know there has been an extraordinary amount of success recently and I've been sending out an awful lot of memo, it's almost like it's Christmas every day you know and Rachel was sort of saying you know do I have a system, you know like a matrix where I write everything down in priority I said no my brain doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. you know it is literally all in here and I literally work as hard as as I need to to make them successful Mm -hmm. to me it's not rocket science but trying to explain that to a person who doesn't think like me Mm -hmm. is obviously Mm -hmm. quite difficult isn't it you know I mean, you know, I know this isn't the subject matter of what we're talking about today. I mean, the reason why businesses fail ultimately, in one simple way, would be lack of planning. Mm. But I guess part of that lack of planning would be a lack of vision. Mm. Um, you'd like to think if you had a vision, then you might plan
0: for it. Perhaps perhaps the two go together a bit.
1: Mm. you see what I mean?
0: Yeah, I almost think the vision w- w- would be the very, very start... And then the plan comes it ought into to be, action. It, really, after. Hmm. it ought to be. Yeah, yeah, and really, knowing what that vision is, and then taking it, like, really getting your planning together to. Yeah, it's interesting. It. There, the word vision. I mean, I've just come across
1: uh, a company in South Wales, which I think is going to be my million, my billion-dollar company, right? I seriously do. Uh, I've written two reports already within days of meeting you. There. I've actually said that the sales target is £1.5 billion. Wow. And I suppose I wasn't conscious when I was writing that that I actually had a vision.
2: Mm.
1: Mm. Do you see? Um, It's very hard to explain. You know, I got introduced to this chap. Obviously, it's a great, great business. The reality was even better than, you know, the promise. Uh, I actually saw a machine being built you know, in quite an old-fashioned sort of engineering way, which was really exciting. And I guess, to me, I'm intuitively just sitting and saying, well, I think this is a market-leading machine. Mm. You know, it's good value for money. It can go into spaces that its competitors can't. Mm-hmm. We can sell lots of these. Uh, and my thought process is really, I'm going to make this boat great. Mm. In fact, when I left him, I said, Gareth, you're already a great man, but the world doesn't know it. I'm going to make sure the world knows it. Mm. But is
0: that a vision? Yeah, it's it's like there's it more like a Yeah, and your, your vision is, is is making these connections of like, <coughs> between businesses and between people and between opportunities, and that's almost like a subconscious vision. It's like, and when you connect yeah, those perhaps. dots, they 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 create these amazing opportunities for, for growth within different companies. And but um, it makes me wonder. So so that that company, uh, their success. Well, what? Lack of success at the moment. Uh, lack of success at the moment.
1: Okay, so, they've succeeded that's... in inventing and making a world-beating product, but
0: they mm. haven't made it successful. Mm. But I believe I can. Mm. So w- w- maybe you could look at that as like a lack of vision from him to to or the the company owner maybe of no of, of pushing the product out to a wider space. Like they've. Um, they created this really good product but that's kind of where it's ended it sounds like that it's not my personal out. view would be it's more a sad reflection
1: on the way business is done in the UK ah okay in fact I, I I was sat in front of the owner and I said I can't believe that I'm the first person who sat here saying this to you mm. I mean to me it's an obvious opportunity for a billion dollar company Wow. You know If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think so. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, The way that business seems to be done in the UK is, unless unless you know the right people, or you've you've somehow attained some, or you're in the right location, or you've attained uh, a sufficient amount of success, no one really gives a monkey's.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, And the way that the you know. Are, so if you looked at us as a quality firm of advisors and you looked at the companies that are preeminent <coughs> in the business advice space across the world, you yeah. know, you're know you looking at your KPMGs and your Bryce Ward and your Grant Thorntons of this world. Um, if they were sat where I was, which I doubt they would in the first place, their style would be much more like, give me 50 grand and I'll do some stuff for you. Uh, okay. Because what I'm saying is, I'm going to make you a billion dollar company I um, actually said I realise that you don't trust me yet because how you know, could you so I'm mm-hmm. going to my first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show to you that you can trust me
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm I'm not afraid to do a bit of hard work to show to you that I'm bloody good mm-hmm. yeah. but, people, but people don't do that mm-hmm. And so the it's the system po- yeah the, and
0: system the, re- the real positive with that is the fact that you're both going to benefit from that in the long we run we need to have that, that degree of um, vision trust. vision and trust <laughs> <laughs> Trust, yes, a vision and trust put together in equal measure. It's, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, and sh- management-wise, in a, in a company, do you, uh, can we think of that as um, you need to have a really strong managerial force within your company? Uh, is, is that ma- big, like massively important? For the success of the company, would you say? I suppose it depends on the size of the company, yeah, doesn't it? it Depends on the size of the company. So what If it does. we look at some someone like us, um, <coughs> like yeah. our SME, um, <laughs> then um, what well, you mean us as, as an SME? As, yeah. Aspenway, yeah, yeah. Um, just a, a, as an example. I mean, because yeah. we've we've got quite a, a um, large managerial force across the whole fleet, yeah, yes, yeah, sir, um, and uh, just the your your ideas on management really like what what makes um, success because success is um, dependent on the way that they act within the company and the way they follow the values of the company like I was, I was thinking about like cultural uh, yeah the, the company culture yeah cultural is a good thing to so, say yeah. yeah so so um, a good manager uh, would you say that they need to be really in line with the company culture that you have like oh well, no I think in um, I mean, I, you know, so, so I responded
1: to your question the way you put it so we're just talking Aspen right now not mm-hmm. any other company so to me um, I wouldn't have anybody work for me that didn't share my ethos Yes. so people have to believe in business for all they have to understand what our model is they have to, they have to get it mm. they have to be passionate about business if they weren't these things, then
0: I wouldn't want to employ them in the first place. I think that's really important because um if, if uh, I think a lot of companies employ managers in a style that they think should should be should fit their model, but um can be away from they can be almost unsure about what their culture is or something sometimes, so like having that as an as a you know that's a must have from the start um you need to fit the culture that we are. Because if not, you're, you're not going to be the uh, right fit for the job. Like, yeah, it's interesting that. I mean, I, I have,
1: um, unfortunately, on a few occasions, um, <clears throat> with companies that I genuinely cared about and I had an emotional bond with, uh, worked in situations where I felt, for instance, you know, the company stood for certain values. Mm-hmm. And then the owner... <coughs> Owner stroke CEO Has then recruited people Who I felt were inconsistent with those values
2: mm.
1: and, I, and what makes me frustrated Is I know I wouldn't put up with that
0: mm. So if
1: someone wanted to ask for weight And they were a square peg in a round hole They would, would have to change Or they'd go mm. Mm. But unfortunately most people don't seem to have That strength of character Or perhaps even the belief
0: mm. That that needs um, to happen
1: you know, I, I, A lot of my clients have said to me I don't have your strength of character mm. I don't have that same drive and passion you have for what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. you know people even admitted to me you know that they would do certain things for an extra fifty p whereas obviously I don't mm-hmm. you know I'm driven by values
2: mm-hmm.
1: so um yeah I think it's it's uh for for a business to succeed uh it's extremely so for instance, if you, let's imagine it was um McDonald's. So would you agree, as a layperson, that if you imagine that you were a Mr. McDonald, <laughs> <laughs> you'd brain. like to think that somebody walking into uh, McDonald's in Beijing, Paris, Budapest, Seattle, you'd want them to think the same, wouldn't you? Mm, mm. The experience should be the same, shouldn't it? Mm. You know, yeah, it could I be fat, fat tall... Um, different coloured people with different eyes or whatever but nonetheless the message should be the same shouldn't it? Mm, mm. Customer care should be the same everything should look the same mm. so I think McDonald's um, certainly have a culture don't they? for good or bad whatever you think about it they, they, they have a strong brand a strong message and a strong culture
0: mm.
1: obviously now they're sort of trying to fool us all into the fact that they're green because they sold shit for years and, <laughs> you know literally you know yeah. milkshakes full of chicken fat and things you know <laughs> yeah um, but they, they've got the message and they've rebranded themselves very successfully as, as a company that's sort of quite hip and happening and
0: mm, more hip, healthy more local yeah yeah definitely
1: mm. so yeah yeah, culture col- consistent culture is a word consistency you know I'm very keen on the word mm. consistency and getting that from, from the start um, so,
0: so, so well it should be almost like accepted endemic in the culture that that's what you do mm. what would you what would you say the um, company culture is for Aspen Way In a way of like a managerial style, say like democratic meritocracy. Meritocracy.
1: Yeah, Aston Waite is a true meritocracy, so it means that um, we have no dead man's shoes, and literally anybody can come in at any time and become the top person, or the second top person, or third person. Mm. And clearly our hierarchy shows that. Mm. Mm. Everything is done on ability. What I tend to do is, as you know, we've had a lot of new work and new projects recently, and I tend to think of, um, like for instance, uh, we've got a huge thing going down in China, which is taking up a lot of my time at the moment. Uh, I don't want to have people involved in that project who are just playing the game. I need to have people with real passion and commitment. Somebody it means, you know, it means something to you know, because with me. I genuinely want to make a difference to the UK's trade mm. I want to be someone who made the UK a greater place
0: mm. so I, I can't go and do a project with somebody who doesn't feel like that yeah. do you see what I mean? Yeah. so you're known from, from the start of that and you need to get the right people there to, to help carry yeah, that forward yeah. well, obviously mm. in a company that's growing as
1: fast as us you need to sit there and look at what you've got in our case, actually, you know, being truthful, um, we have a very large managerial team, but the vast majority of them are what I would call operational. Okay. They're not strategic. Okay, so can what, what would that that mean? Uh, so they're like very good at their jobs. Yeah. Very. So very good. they're very good at making burgers and selling those of them, mm. but they wouldn't know where to open the next store. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah,
0: perfect. <laughs> Is that a good one? Yeah, that is a good one, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay.
1: Or or they wouldn't necessarily think um, the market's changing uh, I need to put some ham onto my burger or
0: something mm. like that. is the way to go. Get Getting too caught up in, in almost day-to-day things and, and their own role and... Rather than having well, it's a bit like lack of vision, maybe like you're saying. Well, they have a vision. Which is what's that? It's not they have a lack of it. They don't have one. I think you've got so much vision, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got vision. <laughs> <that> it like <laughs> it kind of spreads out, you know, and it's um, so maybe that that works in a in a well, good. Do you think anybody else has got vision other than me? No, uh, mm. no, I do. I do think everyone naturally has a vision. Uh, and I think maybe a sign of a good manager is 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 bringing that out in your team and uh, in in the in your in your employees and and things like that, like for, so that growth can happen and expand. What I try to do is um, be the best
1: communicator I can. So nothing's a secret, that's right, is it?
0: Yeah, everyone knows
1: exactly what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, like with your emails yeah. that go out weekly. Um, you know, uh the the wrap up of what's been going on and <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's very much open book. Um, uh, I sort of take the view that there's this opportunity here. I appreciate that you might want to come to work at nine and go to five and not want to do that, but I'm if you don't want to it's there for you, you know? Mm. Mm. It's about choice. It's about choice. Of course one of the things that goes with that is clearly also uh, I for instance have to do what's best for me mm. so if I have someone that's worked for me for 500 years is operationally brilliant doesn't work weekends doesn't work well, I call it on my timeline um, my timeline is ever ending as you know it's my <laughs> timeline is my timeline is 24-7 7 days a week that's how I look at it you know so very much I do it's, it's interesting this because I get quite a lot of emails like again Rachel sent to me this morning now, with all this great stuff going down, I hope you're getting enough R and R. Now the fact of it is, is because I do believe there's 168 hours in a week, mm. seven days, 24 hours. Um, if I need to do something at four o'clock in the morning, in order to achieve my goal, then I do. Mm. I don't. What I don't do then, just to, for Rachel listening to this. Um, so today I've come into work today totally determined to leave at three
2: mm.
1: why? because mm. I deserve to mm. that's my way of rewarding myself mm. you see what I mean? Mm. Uh, I want to reward myself by me feeling that I've left work early I want to go into the gym and I want to be out of the gym by the time I normally leave work mm. yeah I can then go home buy a bottle of whiskey on the way home have a nice <laughs> snort <here> tonight. tonight <laughs> yeah, we'll that was serious nice. I was everything you can tell the truth yeah. Um, and I will work every day over Easter, but what people don't understand is I actually enjoy doing that.
2: Mm.
1: What I don't enjoy is things like people letting me down, me having to get involved in other people's jobs when I shouldn't have to do it, mm. worrying about things I shouldn't have to worry about.
0: Yes. The vision of en- en- enabling Aspen Way to become great, I enjoy. Yes. And, and the drive that it takes to get it there is something... I think not want to this work, really. Just, no, it's... It's, it's, it's just part of my in life. A, in a drive that... Because um, you know, with that me, I'm you the same yourself.
1: person. Well, like, yeah, I hope you would agree with that. Mm. I don't become a different person. I am
0: me. Mm-hmm. I'm me all the time.
1: Mm. You know?
0: Yeah, it's making me think that these are all aspects Like I can just bring it back to management as well. Like, um, it should be someone that you can... Um, that your team can kind of look up to for almost inspiration of, of that kind of ethic and drive as well I I see it as like if I look at myself who's not a manager looking up to um, the people that you you do who are above you you know it's like that's a that's something like good managers will kind of exude <laughs> you know, that, that drive and that that commitment and, I don't know
1: if managers need to exude drive I think um I mean, I think to be a good manager, you you have to be good at your job, don't you?
2: Mm,
1: mm. You don't necessarily have to be the best at the job because there's a difference between managing and doing a job. You can have two people building building a brick wall. Mm. One could be better at building the brick wall than the other, but the one who's less good could be a better manager, couldn't they?
2: Mm.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't follow. Doesn't necessarily follow that you know making the best brick wall makes you the best manager because there's a there's a there's a skill. Mm. in interrelating with other people yeah some people say the I genuinely do care about people as a whole mm. Mm. you know I particularly like to see someone go from running a 100 right. metres in 20 seconds to 18 seconds or 17 mm. seconds you know that's something someone said to me you know would you like to help me run faster I go, yeah mm. you know, obviously it's a business it's my turnover is a million pounds can you make it 10 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd like to do that mm. you know but not everyone's like that you know we've got people who work for us who are quite selfish. Mm. Not so necessarily in a nasty way, but they're Mm self-centric. Their first thought is about themselves. Mm. My first thought is, can I get rid of that work to somebody else? Yeah. So I'm thinking about... So I'm I'm trying to protect the weak. Mm. You know, I'm caring about things like justice and social mobilisation and letting the people at the bottom, you know, have a fair bite of the territory. But not everyone thinks like that. And I don't Mm. think you necessarily need to need to do that to be a good manager mm. and I think in terms of um, what you need to do to be a good manager uh, and, and probably even more so if you're going to be a good boss not necessarily the ultimate boss I think the most important word is consistency okay I think uh, there's, a, there's a certain person I can't mention on the airwaves who I always think of when I, th- when I think of this topic so uh, this is a chap that almost had like a split personality ok so at work Gemini. 9 to 5 he was quite unpleasant I would have said uh, quite, quite a 9 to 5 type person funny enough, despite the fact he was a boss mm. uh, quite nitpicky sort of chap uh, have a drink with him on a Sunday and he was a different person mm. you know I don't uh, remember
0: a teacher like that in school as well
1: and I think people find that confusing because they're not sure which person they're talking to yeah so you know I always say to people um, if you're a bastard be a consistent bastard (laughs) I think there's no reason why someone who's not very nice couldn't be a great success Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. seriously I think if you're a bastard keep being a bastard (laughs) Consistently, a bastard. Don't jump around being nice to one minute and a the bastard, you know? Mm, mm. Be yourself. I'll stick to you your values. Be yourself. Stick, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know whether people are bastards have values. That's an interesting one in mm-hmm. itself, isn't it? Obviously, you know, um, it's very difficult to put yourself in the mind of um, a, a person. Yes, <laughs> yes thank you, bro. Uh...
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, but I think consistency is an incredibly important word. So be consistent. And mm. uh, what about um, in interpersonal skills, like like r- with people? Um, how impo- I suppose it's a very hard subject because there's there's so many different management styles and what fits for different things. You know, but um, interpersonal skills for me would seem to be something that a mm. good manager would need to have to be able to delegate and. Um, yeah I'm very, i mean I'm, I'm very fortunate because because
1: I work for two of the three biggest companies in the world, um, I've had unbelievably brilliant training mm. uh, so you know there was a real focus on the psychology of work, I would say.
0: You know, so once I was doing this, what does that mean?
2: You know,
0: you know interpreting... Yeah, For people language. who can see Paul's um, do, doing hand signals and, like, touching his face and things like that. Like. You yeah, know, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so body language. Yeah, body
1: language mm-hmm. and uh, talking, communicating effectively were things I was taught. Mm. What happens in business, certainly in the UK, far too often is people get promoted because of their operational ability right you know, so Billy Billy can make 10 beef burgers an hour so he becomes a foreman mm-hmm. and he has 6 other people he has 6 people making 8 beef burgers an hour uh, and, and, and so on and so forth and before he knows that he's a manager but he's not no one's given him the skills to be a manager so he doesn't know how to handle that mm. so it's hardly a surprise if that sort of person sometimes drowns and that can you know I've had people working for me who've been really unpleasant to mm. other members of staff not necessarily all the time but when they overload they don't know how to deal with it mm. you know and um, so good operations skills doesn't make good management no yeah. so I'd say um, one of the one of the most important things that employers do is invest heavily in training mm-hmm. which which includes personal development training which is almost always overlooked
2: mm. mm.
1: Yeah, that could be. That seems like it massively important. Seems obvious, doesn't it? Yeah, do it, really it does seem <laughs> obvious. <laughs> I reckon if you went, went to a hundred businesses and you said to the people in those positions, do you get much support? Do you get? So they'd say no.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, i been lucky because because I've seen people that I've cared about rise through the ranks and then patently be unable to deal
0: with mm. the responsibility I've found to myself not, I can't see I don't want to see that happening it's again. a completely different role isn't it the responsibility that you have in, in management compared to your operational thing so it's like yeah it's almost like when you've got that management skills you know all of that stuff so you don't need to learn about that anymore it's like yeah then goes on to the personal development and yeah and everything mm. it's like yeah I, know, I you know speaking for myself
1: um when I started out in Aspen Way, you know, my wife in particular used to um, she your coach critic <laughs> probably yeah. used to often say to me, "Paul, you know, you don't have to have uh, an office for of the friends," mm. but that's sort of how it was. Mm. Now, to some extent, I don't give a monkey's <laughs> what I think of the person; I just care about whether they can do their job mm. and what's actually happened along the way. I've gone from um, finding it quite difficult to be an enforcer or whatever to someone who does it naturally now. Mm. I don't see it as a personal thing. To so say you, know, you weren't doing something, I wouldn't, you know, I can't talk to Drew like that. I would talk to, you in fact, probably if anything, you'd probably take it more from me because you do know what I'm like. You mm. know what I mean? mm. So I don't have any problems anymore. So I think, you know, I've learned that myself without being taught it. Because my desire to be successful is greater than. So you saw that that was an element that would hold you back if you. If you... Oh yeah, beyond all doubt. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I'm obviously, as you know, I read a lot, and I'm a student of business. Uh, I, I want my business to succeed, so I also don't want to be um, a charlatan myself. So, mm-hmm. to be the CEO of our growing business, I need to get better all the time. So I. I, I I have to adapt, mm. so it's quite noticeable at the moment that you know my I've, I've, my style has become probably a bit harder since over the time that you've been with me, mm-hmm. I would say. Doesn't mean it's any less affable in terms of having a bit of a laugh like we were just now, you know, with our rock music, mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm. But um, in my in my judgment, you know, I want Aspen Way to be a great company, and I can't I can't sit there and allow non great things to be happening, yeah. so I have to do something about it. So yeah. it has to be firm, and I will be firm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't cause me
0: a problem. Adaptable to those changes that are happening within yourself. Um, uh, uh, when well, it comes down, yeah. it goes back to vision, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what? What is it you're actually trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to sell ten burgers, hundred burgers, all the burgers? I think that's uh, re- really being open to change as well. It's like is like, like a massive thing. Like if you do see that, I think people can get caught up sometimes in their in their way of doing something oh, way of being way of managing I agree with that yeah. but then like if you can um, uh, the, the growth only happens with the change mm-hmm. maybe and it actually reminds me like you, you um, said in a recent episode about never stand still in the R&D mm-hmm. episode um, uh, do, you, do you think this re- relates to management also? yeah yeah I'd say so as well kind of well yeah I mean continually attack the circumstances of your business mm-hmm.
1: and what's in front of you. So, if your team are all running up and down tackling everyone, you don't need to say anything, do you? Mm. If, however, you have a couple of matches and the, and the two left backs or the left backs or uh, left back and the right back are not tackling enough and are dozing around, then you obviously need to do something about it, don't you? Mm. That's how I say it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, don't stand still. Go chasing down the field and sort them out. <laughs> yeah, very, beautiful, yeah. very Very, very beautifully put. I thought um what about dealing with um like clashing or contrasting personalities in the team is that um do you mean people that work for you
1: Do you mean you mean two people that work for you that are different that're working together or something or what
0: yeah so <coughs> like a um a strong or direct manager working with like a quiet or shy person like um any do you hmm
1: okay I mean I I personally think that empathy and sympathy are um, important words mm. as a manager mm-hmm. um, I guess you know there are people in managerial positions who don't show much empathy or sympathy mm. uh, I'm not sure I'd, 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 they'd be the right people to work with me
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: I'd hate to think that staff felt unable you know to have a link with their manager you know that the manager you know was sort of very serious say or very focused and had no time for them to listen you know, or, or was so intent on doing it a certain way um, yeah it's interesting I mean I think I mean clearly unfortunately people are people and people as I've said before people people can be beautiful and people can mess anything up Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have ourselves had situations in this office where there's been personality issues, conflicts, um, and it's not always as easy as you might think to sort it out. Actually, mm-hmm. um, you know, we probably, you know, we've probably got at least one person work for us who can be quite a problem, but doesn't admit to being a problem, and it's where it makes it doubly difficult to try and sort it out. because It's almost impossible to talk to them about it. You know, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just uh, dealing, dealing with those situations. I think if you have that empathetic uh, view on it, then you're going to look for the best in the situation. And if you look for the best in the situation, then hopefully that's going to turn into a positive between that, with that conflict or, you know... I mean, there shouldn't really be conflict, should there? Because if, um, if the ethos is right,
1: you'd like to think that people would rise above it. yeah. So think, yeah. you know, what which goes back to the importance of employing the right people. Who yeah, are the yeah. So who that's yeah. So that's, about, yeah, that's recruitment is obviously incredibly important. Screening and induction.
0: Mm. Mm. Nice. Any more thoughts on management? Um, <laughs> <laughs> any any? Uh, well, other than that, it's extremely important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know if we we've covered quite a lot um, in the episode. Obviously, not everything is, is quite a difficult to talk about, to be honest
2: mm, mm,
0: I say, I think the whole thing really is um, planning, training, consistency. Planning, training, and consistency. Ah, cool. And, um, and um, and um, very professional, Drew. I think that's it, Paul. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll play out the song unless you want to discuss any, any other things. Um, yes,
1: yeah, so this, week, um, this week's song is chosen by Lisa Waits ah. um, um, so it's a song by Nick Cave Nick Drake sorry <laughs> Nick Drake <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sorry uh, the reason I said that is uh, we were messing around earlier me and Carly um, hmm. singing the song that Nick Cave did with Carly but no, of course there wasn't Nick Drake <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. sorry, I think this is, this is yeah, the, the, uh, a great song it's not what I'm especially familiar with, but be interested in what people think. So that's mm. what we're playing out with today. So we would Riverman, River Riverman by yeah. Nick
0: Drake, and we hope you enjoyed, listeners. And have and a lovely Easter. Have a lovely Easter, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you. All. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: lose what she believes gonna see the river man gonna tell him all that. Tells me all he knows About the way his river flows the pain Stay for love Gonna see the river man Gonna tell him all I can About the band If he tells me all he knows By the way this river flows I don't suppose